traveller. I'm Seb Porter, and it seems you've arrived at my sketch show. Or as I like to call it, Potty Porter's Porter Potty. And much like a real Porter Potty, there's plenty of wonderful surprises lurking within. So why not stick around for a while, make yourself comfortable, as we take a leap of faith into the delightful cesspit that is my mind. It's Potty Porter's Porter Potty! to the ground. No, Arthur, that's exactly what we're not going to do. John? We're here to return those waistcoats of Dad Fittleston next. That's right, John. This is a simple transaction and I don't want any fighting. We are not savages. Just say the word and I'll slash their fucking faces. Arthur, me and you are going to stay here in the food court. We're going to eat our hamburgers and we're going to do nothing. John, off you go. Why do I have to do it? Because, John, Arthur here is a psycho. And as leader of the family, speaking to shop assistants is beneath me. Go return the waistcoats. Fuck's sake, fine. I'm always the fucking dog's body. Hi there, can I help you? I'd like to return these waistcoats, please. Okay, do you have the receipt? What? What receipt? You need a receipt if you want to return an item. Fine. Will this do? Sir, this is a receipt for a box of 10,000 toothpicks. I need the one for the waistcoats. Well, I don't have that one. Look, they don't fit us. Can you just take them back? I'm sorry, sir, but as I said already, I need the receipt. Don't fuck with us. I represent the peaky fucking blinders. And I represent Next, who have a very clear returns policy. No receipt, no return. Right. This isn't the last you've heard from me, mate. So, did you get our money back? He wouldn't give it to me. He said we need a receipt. He said fucking what? Right, come on, Arthur. Let's turn up the heat. I'll fucking roast him alive. Let me do the talking, Arthur. If things get hairy, by all means, roast away. Hi, can I help? Good afternoon. My brother tried to return some waistcoats just now and was told it wasn't possible. Yeah, I'm afraid you need the receipt, as I told your brother. I was wondering if you could make a small exception on this occasion. You see, the waistcoats were listed as a large, but my brothers and I felt they were barely a medium. We'd simply like our money back to avoid any further inconvenience. I I understand, sir, but I'll get in trouble if I accept a return without the correct receipt. You'll get in more trouble if you doubt, you sweaty fucking disgrace. I don't appreciate being threatened, sir. And we don't appreciate being deceived. So be a good boy. And give us what we're owed. Or I'll climb over that glass screen and ride you like a fucking donkey. Okay, I'm getting the manager. That's right. Run away, little mousey. Back to your fucking hole. Arthur, we need to stay calm. Have a sip of your whiskey. Yeah. Sorry, Tommy. 
I can't help it sometimes. Oh, well, kill fucking surprise. Look who it is. Ah, fuck me. Not this prick again. Enchanting to see you too, mate. Not here to burn down my store, I hope. Hello again, Alfie. How's business? Very fucking lucrative as it goes. Thanks for asking. One of my boys just told me you've been giving him a bit of trouble. Just trying to return these waistcoats. Then we'll be on our way. Well, Tommy, I'd be delighted to sort that out for you. May I see your receipt? We don't have the receipt, Alfie. We misplaced it. Oh, well, I'm a bit confused why you're still here then, mate. Very peculiar. They don't fit. What was that? They don't fit. We bought sizes in large and they don't fit. Well, that must make you an extra large then, mate. You never bought your own clothes before. I am not a fucking extra large. I am Arthur fucking Shelby and I want my money. Right, I'm tired of this little fucking correspondence now. I've got other things to do, so why don't you take your kiddies' clothes and get the fuck out of my shop before I shoot ya? You don't want to start a war with us, Alfie. We'll be back tomorrow. Oh, well, I look forward to that, mate. Toodaloo. Right, they've gone now, Seb. You can stop touching yourself in the corner and get back on the fucking till. I'm going to go get a fucking wagamothers. You want a flyer? Get lost, creep. You want a flyer? Beat it, slick, before I knock you for six. You want a flyer? Keep it moving, goose. Hey, buddy, what's the racket? You some kind of town crier? Gee, I wish, pal. The racket is flyers. 40% off at Meyer's Flyers. Who's Meyer? The broad with the flyers. And what are the flyers for? 40% off flyers. How much for one, may I inquire? Free of charge, noble sire. But you said 40% off. Hey, this flyer guy's a liar. Keep it down, doc. You're making me perspire. This one's free but not when the number's higher. Now why would I want more? I ain't trying to start a fire. You got something to sell, don't you? I can tell by your attire. You ain't telling nothing, partner. This suits for my church choir. Then why not spread the word with flyers? You know God loves a trier. But these are flyers for flyers, not for my church choir. Then change it down at Myers. What, the choir? No, the flyers. <laughs> and stand out here like you? Wallowing in the mire? I'm free as a bird, you mark my words, and I ain't no damn pariah. What if it rains? You'll get soaked through. Joke's on you, I stand there where it's drier. I dunno, sport. It seems kinda dire. I'll just stick to the church and a power that's higher. You think that stuff's real? The church is a liar's. From the floor where you kneel to the top of the spire. <gasps> Blasphemy! You mean to say you're a denier? No more a denier than you're a ten dollar note. I'm a speaker of truth, that's why. And I'd shout that truth to the top of the sky, even if tooth by tooth I was tortured with pliers. You burn in the fires of hell's darkest reach. You and all of your flyers. Your words have damned you. The lies that you preach. Daddy. Or my name Daddy. ain't Jebediah. Daddy! What? Can you read me something else? This Dr. Seuss book has got really weird.
So thanks for coming in and interviewing for us today. Remind me of your name? Benjamin. Benjamin. Nah, mate. Benjamin. 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 Is that is that right? Benjamin. Spot on, mate. Benjamin. Okay, and do you prefer Benjamin or... You can call me Bean if you like. Okay, Bean as in... As in the food, yeah. It's basically Ben, but with an A. Right, Bean it is. Now, uh, Bean, what experience do you have in a management position? No experience at all, mate. This'll be my first time. You're aware that we require a minimum of three years management experience? Ah, yeah, don't worry about that, mate. Okay, well, why do you think you'd be suitable for this job, Bean? Not suited at all, mate. I've got no relevant skills. I'm lazy as fuck. And I did nine years for killing a police officer. And I'd do it again. Then why are you here wasting my time? Wasting your time? Nah, mate. Wouldn't do that to you. You're too pretty. Thanks, Bean. It doesn't answer my question, though. What do you bring to the table? <coughs> What's this? Fucking beans can. Oh. You had your brekkie, mate? No, I didn't have time. These will sort you right out then, mate. Don't be shy. There's a big fucking ladle there for you to eat them with. Are they good, Benjamin? Best fucking beans you'll ever taste, cunt. They smell amazing. What's in them? It's a haricotton pinto bean base, slowly cooked in a lightly spiced sweet tomato sauce for 16 hours. We've got paprika, cumin, salt and pepper, in a chilli, liquid smoke, and a generous sprinkle of fucking parsley. You enjoying that, mate? Yes, Bean, I'm enjoying it. See, I need a job. I'm behind on my alimony payments, and I want to build a fucking steam room. Now, I might not have any relevant experience or skills, but I know how to keep people happy, and I've got a fuck ton of beans. Stick me in the kitchen, and I'll guarantee a productivity increase of 45%. What do you say? Bean, I will pay you whatever you want. Welcome aboard. Fucking nice, cunt. Cheers. I'll see you at 10 o'clock tomorrow. Work here starts at 9. Not for fucking me, it doesn't. You want your fucking beans or not? Sorry, sorry. Whenever you're ready, Benjamin. Uh, Sir, we'll see you then. I think you and I are going to be best friends. It's the start of something fucking beautiful. Mine, there you go, mate. Oh, wow. Robert? Can you bring in one of the spare pairs of briefs? I need to change mine. See, when I were young, it was different. Do you know why you don't hear kids getting told not to play with their food no more? It's because they got games on their phones now. Do you know what I mean, like? They don't need to play with their fucking dinner. Got all these fucking video games, Call of Duty and Angry Sheep in two weeks, like... Do you mean Fortnite? Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, my grandson's obsessed with that one. And it's and it's spelt wrong, isn't it? It's it's spelt the way it's not meant to be, like on on purpose, like N I T E. Yeah, fucking N I T E. See, I used to spell it like that, but I, I, that was because I got a fucking D in English. And see, I don't think that's right. They're dumbing down kids enough. These fucking games that like, you're spelling them wrong on purpose, like. But see, when I were a nipper. We didn't have nothing like that, do you know what I mean? And my dad were dead tight, so I didn't have no toys either. So I had to play with my food, just just so I had something to do, just so I could have a bit of fun, like. And I remember I always used to do it with fucking peas, because I didn't like peas, but I had to have them. So, so what I'd do was when me mum and dad weren't looking, is I'd roll most of them into my hand and then shove them in my pocket. 
And my mum would turn back and she'd say, oh, good boy, Liam, well done for eating your veg, love. And, you know, I'd feel bad and that, but I didn't like them. So then I'd go up to my room and I'd take the peas out of my pocket and I'd start arranging them like marbles, you know what I mean? And I'd roll them about on my windowsill and make fucking obstacle courses, like, to roll them down, you know, see which ones made it. And it kept me busy for fucking hours, them peas did. But I remember one evening, my dad came in my room whilst I was doing it, like, and he caught me just as I rolled about 12 fucking peas down this ramp I'd made out of my school books and out the fucking window. And, and I turned around and I saw him just as he turned dark crimson. And he went fucking ape shit, as you can imagine. I work all fucking day to put food on this table. And instead of eating it, you're taking the piss playing stupid fucking games. Blah, blah, blah. And he gave me such a fucking hiding. I couldn't walk for a, for a fucking fortnight. <laughs> yeah, things were different back then, though. Fucking hell. Sorry for swearing. Harry, you can't be serious. You'll get us expelled. Yeah, bloody hell, Harry. Are you crazy or what? It's gonna work, guys, I promise. Besides, this boudoir ain't gonna smoke itself. We gotta get those Rizzlers. But we're underage, Harry. What if we get ID'd? Somehow, I don't think we're gonna need to worry about that, Hermione. Because I've brought along some of this. Oh, wow, Harry, is that Polyjuice Potion? Poor blimey, you're wicked smart. Harry, who did you get this from? I made it myself, Hermione. I'm a frickin' wizard and shit. I took a hair from Professor Snape, a toenail from Professor McGonagall, and a pube from Hagrid. With this... We'll be bunning those zuggies in no time. There's a reason they call me the boy who spliffed. Okay, fine. But if we get caught and expelled because of your hankering for the wacky tabacky, I'm going to be really annoyed. Okay, gang, bottoms up. Mm, Ew, tastes like innocent smoothies. Right, gang, remember we've got to sound like them as well. Ron, let's hear your Snape. Me, me. Nice work, Ron. Kill a Snape impression. Hermione, you're McGonagall. Eee, look at all the crisps. They're McBrilliant. Yeah, great use of a cat phrase as well. And I'll be that arf-joyant arf-man, so I will. They're killing my Burtby. Bloody hell, that's good. Right, let's do this. Oh, blummin' hell, professors. I do right fancy a ruddy abracadabra bar. Maybe we should have a look inside this magnificent shop. Oh yes, my bones are so weary from teaching. I want a slush puppy. Me, I need condoms. Hello, my good madam. Perchance could I procure an abracadabra bar, should you have such a wondrous treasure? Well, sir, I'm afraid I've never heard of one of those. Is there anything else you'd like? Peppermint lube? No, Severus, keep it in your pants! No. Well, now that you ask, my good wench, I can't help but bloomin' note at your selection of rolling papers. How about it, Minerva? 
I need to buy you a birthday present, don't I? Oh, yes, Rubius. I do so love the king-sized silvers. A pack of your finest silver wristlets, please, miss. Of course. Coming right up. Well, now we can smoke weed. I beg your pardon? Shut up, Ron. What's going on here? I thought your name was Severus, not Ron. No. If I didn't know any better... I'd say you were students in disguise, planning on using these Rizzlers to smoke puff. Well, not on my watch. Quick, the game's up. Let's get out of here. Come back here, you horde of hoodlums. I want your names. Bloody hell, that was close, huh, Harry? Nice going, guys. Our quest for Chronic has once again been foiled because of you. How are we supposed to smoke this ten bag now? Sorry, Harry. We didn't mean to. <sighs> it's fine, Hermione. Let's just go back to getting high off boggart piss instead. All right, brilliant. I'll set the fuck up, Ron, you gangly carrot twat. So, this is where the magic happens. This is our writer's room. Some of the best brains in comedy are sitting around this table right now discussing the script. Leonard, any headway? Yeah, so we reckon we're going to have Charlie take the crew round the aisles and say to the camera, so this is where the magic happens. <laughs> nice. Great line. Great line. Bet the officer wish they used that one. Yeah, that's the idea. There's a reason we call these guys wizards. I don't know how they come up with this stuff half the time, but hey, what do I know? I'm just a producer. <laughs> Dan, can we just stop it for a moment? Why, did you spot a continuity issue? No, it's it's just... What are we doing again? We're watching back the footage. No, but I mean, what what are we making? What's this supposed to be? Zach, we've been over this time and time again. We're doing a mockumentary. Yeah, about a mockumentary. About a mockumentary. But why? Because it's never been done before. Is that a good enough reason to do it, though? Piers Morgan's never presented Love Island. There's never been a game show called Wheel of Crying. No one's ever made a kids' TV show set during the Rwandan genocide. Does that make it a good idea? Look, that's just the rule of screenwriting. It's a flooded market out there. If you come up with a show that hasn't been done, you write it. I just think this is... What's the word? Shit. Well, that's not exactly a constructive note at this stage, is it, Zachary? We're three weeks into Mockumentception... If we pull the plug now, we're not going to have anything to show Wendy when it gets to the deadline. Besides, we've spent all our budget. Not not guys. Just kidding. They don't have dressing rooms. What you working on? Gary's just trying to perfect that little noise Charlie does to camera when one of his staff does something weird. Show, show Keith, Gary. <sighs> that is absolute money. Nice work, lads. Really good stuff. Actors, eh? <sighs> I just think we're going to come across as smug, Dan. A pair of smug writers who think they're being really clever because they're so self-referential. What, are you kidding? People lap up self-references. They love it when shows do that. Yeah, I suppose there's a kind of perverse enjoyment, isn't there? I mean, who knows? Maybe we're not even real, right? Maybe we're just characters in a show written by an even more self-indulgent twat. Yeah, you're probably right. People are probably switching off right now because they can't believe that twat has actually just referenced himself like that. What a bellend. God, how does that guy sleep at night? (laughs) (laughs) 
everyone, welcome back to the Inspiration Hour here on Radio 2. I'm Simon Green and today in the studio my guests are Gary Hogsweald, owner of the Squealing Pig Grill, which this month opened its 30th restaurant in the UK. Hello, Gary. Hello. And Richard Legend, who is an astronaut. Hello, Richard. Stay cosmic, Simon. Now, let's not mince words. You're both successful guys. But what I think is fascinating here are the different types of success you've achieved. (laughs) Sorry, Simon. I think different levels of success would perhaps be more apt. And why is that? Gary, was it? Speaking as someone who's been to space multiple times, once you've sat amongst the stars and looked down upon the Earth, your achievements down there seem almost, (laughs) dare I say it, trivial. But I suppose we all have our own measures of success, don't we? Do we, Simon? I think if you asked anyone what they considered man's greatest achievement, going to space, pretty high up on the list. Gary, any response? Well, I don't agree with that at all. If you want success stories, I built a business from the ground up, and now the squealing pig has been voted Britain's favourite place to eat large quantities of meat. I was in the Financial Times. Were you in the Financial Times, Richard? No, I was busy being in space. How much do you earn? I don't see how that's important, but I'm on about 70k. Multiply that by a hundred. Seven mil. That's what I took home last year. Bought my Lambo with it. Do you have a Lamborghini, Richard? No. I have a rocket. Not when you're back home, you don't. And is that all that matters to you? Money. Money can't buy you the things I've seen, Gary. You see, back in space, we have a bit of a saying. And that saying is, money can't buy you happiness. But being in space is out of this world. And not only is that a space pun, it's also true. Oh, please. We're talking about success here, and money equals success. That is a fact, and my bank account is in the stratosphere. Yeah, metaphorically. Unlike me, who has literally been in the stratosphere. You know, because I'm an astronaut. Guys, I think we're slightly losing track of... uh... Listen, chum, any moron can sit in a metal box and be shot into space. You can't be that clever. They did it with monkeys. Oh, you think they just let us walk onto the shuttle, do you? Let me tell you, Mr. Fucking Cheshire. Not only do you have to be one of the most gifted astrophysicists in the world, you have to be in the best physical condition possible to even stand a chance of passing the medical exam, which I guarantee you would not. Oh, you think you're hard, do you? I train at the gym three hours a day. These pecs are like granite. Not like you, you milky little jockstrap. Spare me the bullshit. You're not fit. They're vanity muscles. You're just trying to compensate. You'd pass out before you even touch the clouds. Yeah. I'd have you, son. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I would and all. I'd have you quicker than you could say blast off. Okay, I think I think that's the end of the show. See you next time, listeners.
congratulations, you've reached the end of episode 5. What a journey we've been on. Remember, if you do like the podcast, please subscribe, share with your friends, and if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, consider giving me a rating. It will really help the podcast reach more people. So yeah, thank you once again. Before we go, you know what time it is. It's shout out or call out. This week, we're doing a call out. Litter. That's it. Fuck litter. It's shit. It's horrible. It's everywhere. Don't be a dickhead and leave it in a park. Put it in a bin. And if the bin's full, take it home with you. Because for every piece of litter you leave outside, a child dies. And that's a fact. Just think about that. Goodbye. It's morning, 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 morning. It's party, 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 party,